My name is uh, Martin Klaas and, and welcome to another edition of uh, Light Talk. Uh, this edition uh, was uh, recorded uh, late last year, uh, towards the end of October, when uh, Sharon Stammers and Martin Lipton came to Singapore as part of their Asian tour for the Women in Lighting. They came to our studios uh, in, in Singapore, which is an all-women women, uh, studio. One of the reasons they made a stop to interview one of our uh, lead designers, uh, Sherilyn uh, Chua. Um, so I took the opportunity to um, turn the tables on them and interview them to uh, understand more about the project that's called Women in Lighting. This is the result of that recording. My name is uh, Martin Klaassen and uh, welcome to another edition of uh, Light Talk. My guests today are Sharon Stammers and uh, Martin Lipton from uh, Light Collective. Welcome to Singapore. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, in my Light Talk uh, chats, I normally want to understand a bit more what you guys are doing and see how you influence our world of lighting designers. Um, so first of all, um, can you tell a little bit about yourself? Who is Sharon Stammers? Who is Martin Lipton? What are you doing in daily life? <laughs> No, so I live in London. Um, I started off as a uh, stage electrician um, and then did a master's Ooh. in architectural lighting. So I have been a lighting designer for almost 24 years, something like that. Um, you still so young. Oh, you're so <laughs> I, I know that's not true. Um, and for the last 10 years, I've been working with Martin yep. as Light Collective. So I'm Martin Lupton. I live in Birmingham. In England, oh. uh, 100 miles away from Sharon. Right. We like to keep a sort of a fair distance between us. Yeah. I started my career as an environmental engineer mm. and then did a PhD in lighting and then went into lighting design from there. Okay. So I've done about 20. So you are, you're really business partners. You're not partners in life because sometimes there's this misconception. No, no, it's, it's <laughs> true. You are, we, we are married but to other people. Yes. yes. Right, but okay. lots of people think that we're married oh, to each other. But no. when we say we live in different cities, it's then very obvious. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Now, you're in Singapore for a very special reason. Why are you in Singapore? Um, we're in Singapore because we are continuing the interviews for the Women in Lighting Project. And we very much felt like we had a hole with Asia and we had not interviewed any yep. Asian designers. Yep. So we're on a sort of mad whistle-stop tour, taking yep. in... Hong Kong, Bangkok, Singapore, Shanghai. Shanghai. Yeah. In, that, in five three days, days, four days, five yeah. days. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to add really... a total of 12 more interviews, I think, to the 50 right. that we've done so far. Okay. It's going to be great to get the sort of Asian influence. Yes. And I understand tonight we have a Women in Lighting uh, event. We do. Right. We do. Are, you, are we expecting a lot of people coming? Um, I believe, I, I think it's over 50 people oh, cool. have been invited. Course, right. um, but it's been really <clears throat> nice to have Women in Lighting events in various different countries yeah, okay. and talk about the project and bring people together. And it's been really fantastic that it's men and women coming to the event. Absolutely. Now, um, Tell me a bit about how Women in Lighting started, because I think it's I think you've probably had that question a couple no, of no, times already. No, no, we have. Heard it, it. It's, it's interesting to understand how how did you actually come up with that idea? Well, it started because we made a mistake. Um, basically, about two years ago, we made a film called The Perfect Light. Yes. Um, and we went again around the world and interviewed 22 lighting designers. And then we showed the film in New York. And one of the lighting designers came up to us afterwards and said, that was a really good film. We really enjoyed it. 
but where were all the women? Ah, uh-huh. and and we then we thought, oh, yeah, you got it a point. Never given it a single no. thought that we'd not balanced the people we chose to talk to, right? And that made us sort of wonder if if there was an unconscious bias in the way we all do things. Mm-hmm. So Martin sort of undertook this big statistical piece of work um, and looked at conferences yeah. and awards juries and magazine panels and all those things that we do sort of extracurricular to design. And you discovered a pattern. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Basically, there was a massive bias towards men being overrepresented right. on all of these things. There's conferences we found where... There was 42 male speakers and two female speakers. True, yeah. Um, yeah things right. uh, we, we were in light for this year. And there was a massive poster on the wall of all the keynote speakers over the last 15 years. And there were three women in the picture. Whoa. And we, I sent it to Lightfair. Yeah. I said, oh, <laughs> what are you going to do about this next year? Um, it, it, it's been a real eye-opener. It was great, though, is they engaged as well, yeah. didn't they, straight away? And they right. sort of, so we're going to go to Lightfair next year. We're going to try and sort of help... Yeah. promote the project as part of Lightfair. And we thought maybe, yeah, maybe it's like that historically, but then even at PLDC in Rotterdam two weeks ago, three weeks ago, yeah, yeah. there was the, the Think-Do panel, right. which, yes, is yes, session, yes, which is deciding the future or talking about the future of the lightning profession. And no, no 22 women. men, two women. And it was, we were really surprised. So, yeah, so, go ahead. I was say, so we know, I mean, for example, the International Lighting Design Survey that Art Magazine does, mm-hmm. that there are roughly about 50, 50 in, yeah. in, female male designers in the world. Yeah. So why, why is this so where, where are my men? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, one of the reasons you're here is that I've got an all-female crew, Yeah. which is, I, I've never set out to have that, but it's, it just happens. We, we select people based on their capabilities and their skills and their experience. And I'm just ending up this way, uh, not by not that we have looked at to, to get only women, but uh, it just it does seem to be um, very much the Asian market does seem to be like that. We found yeah. that in Bangkok um, yesterday. Women, uh, yeah, and yeah. Sweden as well. Sweden's and like Chile that too. As well. and Chile, yeah, Chile lots also. lots of female designers. But then there's lots of countries that are participating in the project. Um, we have ambassadors mm-hmm. for the project in yeah. 69 different countries, um, and some of those countries, not only is lighting design not really an established mm-hmm. profession, mm-hmm. Um, but it's also hard to be a female in, in work. So yeah. for them to hear about countries and offices like yours, where you have all, sort of all female yeah. staff, you're doing amazing projects around the world. It's very, very inspirational for them. Yeah. So it's yeah, because the crew here, the, the team has to travel also. We yeah. go from China to, to India. To, you know, so they have to really travel also to go to site. And as a woman, it's not always that easy uh, to face contractors, clients. Yeah. Specifically in Asia, where you see a lot of hierarchical uh, like divisions, like you know the boss yes. and the... the is very much layered. So if you're not like the CEO of the company, uh, it's not always that easy to yeah. talk to, to the top of clients, management structures, and things like that. Um, so as I mentioned to you before, we, we feel that um, we need to support our team also in terms of education, in terms of training. Yeah. Because sometimes it's also culturally ingrained that it's not that easy to talk to other yes. people and to present to other people. Yeah. Uh, is that something that you have seen? That's uh, definitely one of the messages that has come through loud and clear from a lot of the people we've right. interviewed, a lot of the women we've interviewed, in that they sort of they aren't as keen to just step up and do a presentation. Yeah. 
They're not it's driven by ego, whereas a lot of men will just sort of, they, yeah. they see that as a good step to promoting themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas women are actually much more interested if you say to them, but you stepping up and doing this interview yeah. or doing this presentation yeah. will help your female colleagues feel more confident to do it and give them a role model. But it's also then they're more likely to do it. Also about time management as well. So yeah. most uh, a yeah. lot of the women we've interviewed would uh, they're, they're juggling you know, family and work yeah. or, do mm-hmm. other, or other different things, and therefore talking at a conference. Um, is a lower priority than getting home and you know, doing the homework with your kids. So um, that seems to be something that <clears throat> yeah. people struggle to 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 see, sort of see the importance of speaking out. I was going to say when we were at Light and Least and the, pan- and the panel, um, we asked the room like how many how many women have been I in know, a meeting, been the only yeah, woman, yeah, yeah. and you know they all put their hand up, and then the men, how many times you've been the only man in the room, and it's and just you not, put your hand up. It's not, yeah. <laughs> but in general, yeah. it's not a thing. So, yeah. But there were quite know, a lot of men actually. Yeah. In that, uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what's been really good about the project. Yeah. Is there's been a lot of men like yourself who really see the benefit of it and, and, and embrace it, yeah. it and <laughs> yeah, because I think it's no, I think it's important. Yeah, yeah, but it also has to be balanced. Yeah, right. I think it's it's all about that. But that that's what the message was from the beginning. It's not uh, it's not um, creating a forum where women complain about mm. the lighting industry not being good to them because that's not true. I've had yeah. a wonderful career yeah. um, and not really had problems being female, but this idea that gender balance is is better for everybody yeah. and that's what you know equality across the board is better for everything mm-hmm. so any panel that is 50 50 is obviously going to be better yeah. so that's we've challenged quite a lot of um organizations to sort of improve the amount of female speakers to try and yeah, get yeah, that yeah. so how long has this been going on this with like, uh, you started the, not that long ago, no that's right? the march. crazy thing 8th of march this year we yeah. launched it wow so and we've now a little got, bit over half a year yeah 50 interviews 69 ambassadors and and, and um, the response has been fantastic no Incredible. i've seen it in, in, in magazines they talk yeah. about uh, light middle east BLDC, yeah. yeah light fair yeah, yeah. it's happening it's spreading out yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not the only thing you guys are doing because <laughs> oh, yeah. i know you for many many years I remember you doing events at Light and Build for manu- lighting manufacturers, Cicato, yeah, people like that. A lamp. Uh, yeah. Your perfect light. Uh, you're now look- looking at doing a life tree or a tree of know. life. The International there. Lighting Designers Family Tree. Yeah. Because so we always, that's the thing about lighting. And the re- we've been in 25 years, as we said. Yeah. And it is like a big family. You meet people along yeah. the way, and then they go off there, and then your paths cross again. And it's just a really nice industry to work in. Everybody's really sort of friendly and supportive. We've seen each other, what, what, three, four times? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, in Barcelona, in Dubai, Rotterdam. So we wanted to sort of try and create a... An analysis of where everybody's been. I think, been yeah, we really gone. like data, don't we? We love we data. Like, like a bit of data. Yeah. So, yeah, the idea it's the future, of the yeah, future. No, exactly. <laughs> but the idea of visualising, yeah. um, in some way, everybody's journey. Yeah. It also gives us a really good snapshot of where we yeah. are as an industry, yeah. and you know, the amount of people that move from place to place. How many women? How many men? Yeah. So that's that's the. It's a bit of fun, as well. It, yeah, it's, that's going to be a. So real the challenge. question now is, of course, you've got all these crazy events. I can say sometimes. <laughs> But how do you get to it? Because as lighting designers, okay, we are focused in doing our job as lighting designers. Yeah. But what you're doing is, well, besides your lighting design, but you're sort of developing crazy ideas into something realistic. <laughs> you get somehow 
support to, to, to carry it out also, but you also need a certain attitude and mentality to develop these kind of ideas. And wine. You need and wine. wine. I've got some wine. A lot of wine on aeroplanes, <laughs> these ideas yeah. come from. Oh. Um, I think we realized a little while ago that actually we were sort of, as well as designers, light activists. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of things that we felt very passionate about. Um, so whether that's sort of, you know, designing great social lighting yeah. or um, protecting the night sky or women in lighting, yeah, yeah. that if we could find a way to uh, create a platform for talking about those things yeah. and, and making other people talk about them, then we were helping everybody in the lighting community. Are, are you both as creative? Are, are both yeah, of you yeah, yeah, like no. a collective? <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it works a bit like a game of tennis, doesn't it? It starts right. with one person and then it gets battered backwards and right. forwards yeah, and yeah, it yeah. grows and, and then somebody smashes it down. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we are. Yeah, it's a complete creative collaboration we, do argue, we argue a lot basically we argue all That's the how time how you get the best thing right <laughs> after a good but, argument yeah <laughs> and we we have a we, we have an ideas list don't we so yeah. you okay. say where do they come from quite yeah, often like your like, bucket list and then yeah you know, we, we have an ideas list yeah. and we keep it and then sometimes we think right we really want to make that work let's go and find a route to make it work so yeah, if anybody some, needs an idea, oh, there's, we've got <laughs> we've got quite okay. a few things. Yeah, you yeah, may yeah, yeah. Yet see. But so you, you're building a name for yourself as lighting activists, besides being lighting designers, I think. Um, I mean, you're probably more known for your lighting. Probably, activism yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, we do. I don't talk about lighting design. So let's talk about your lighting design. <laughs> <laughs> You do it. You do it as lighting collective, also. Is that we do it as light, so, light collective. Okay. Yeah. So, and how is the balance between the activism and the actual lighting design? At, at the moment, there's less. There's less lighting design. We're, the balance yeah. has tipped. I would imagine. At yeah. other times, it's been more design. Completely the other this. way. Right. But it's a mixture of um, very small projects to very big projects. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, for example, next year we're doing a very big community project mm. in the UK, which mm. celebrates 400 years of the Mayflower ship going to America. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's That's involving 13 different communities yeah. that the ship travelled to with an end piece. So it, there's lighting design in that, but it's also a kind of... Installation, art, community engagement, yeah. But then we've done lots of sort of bread and butter work in the Middle East for, you know, uh, residential things or yeah, your residential, or, commercial, uh, corporate stuff, all sorts of things. Yeah, Museums, yeah. Does it exterior, yeah. Urban, yeah. whatever yeah. comes your way. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. yeah. But I think because our, well, our backgrounds are so diverse yeah, as well, yeah. and, and obviously we both worked in light and design for yeah. fifteen years before we did light collective, right. pure mm. straight light and design, yeah, nothing yeah. else, and and Sharon did loads of amazing heritage buildings and the master plans. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of retail and commercial stuff so the balance we've got between you must have a team to back you up no or it's just the two of you, you know it's just the two of us really really somebody wow. asked us yesterday um who's looking after our staff while we're uh here yeah. uh, we haven't got any staff <laughs> well in a way it's easy yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. No yeah. yeah. we've never had uh, any staff so yeah. Yeah. If somebody calls the office it sort of redirects to your mobile yeah or? Yeah. 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 yeah 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 and, <laughs> it's and not easy i don't know how you do it I mean, no, it's it has its pluses, though, doesn't it? Because mm. other things you don't have a client going, you know, hey, Martin, uh, come to site. Sorry, I'm doing uh, women in lighting. I don't Seven have time. will come next week. Yeah, <laughs> some clients. Well, not that patient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To be fair, we had a client call us last week and said, "Oh, yeah. the the commissions fall. They've forgotten how to work the control system mm. on the gallery." They called us on Monday, and we just went to site on Thursday morning mm. after an event and before another event. 
commissioned yeah. it. And then, the, the advantages are that there's just the two of us. We yep. can move very fast and Easy be quite agile. Making. And yep, we don't, we're not beholden to anyone. No. Uh, and if we want to sort of break some rules, we'll mm. break some rules. Oh. <laughs> so what, what is... What does it have as an effect on your private life with all this? Um, How do you, I, you have kids, right? Yeah, yeah we yeah. both got yeah, we so both got kids, and one you of the still thing, know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, we we sort of think that we've got like a lifestyle company, right? So when when we're not like traveling you, the world, your house is in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're not traveling the world at meetings, yeah. we're actually both working from home. Yeah. Well, so. So, uh, I mean, my kids are, are 13 and 16 now, so they're way more independent. But right. for the first five years of, like, collective, right. I would walk my kids to school every day and pick them up from school every yeah, day. Yeah, all those shows. And yeah. They sometimes have kids, kids here. Uh, yeah. Some of the, the kids that to, they have, they're, they're to small. To be fair, they're our children have been to... Yeah, we, once, think, we once took four children to a meeting. Yeah, yeah. I think you need to integrate them. But, um, <laughs> so, but, you have been traveling a lot. You've been traveling the world whether it's Americas, Middle East, Europe, and now Asia, do you see any distinctive differences in how people approach lighting, lighting design, the type of people you meet? Uh, it's, a, it's a really hard question. I, I think in terms of lighting design... You have um, to be put a hard question yeah. because you put hard questions to other people <laughs> as well. In terms of lighting design, I think uh, most, most people we meet are all working at a really incredible professional level. Yes. Like, you know, the top of mm. the game. And, you know, the, the projects are all sort of award-winning. You know, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. they're brilliant. Um, uh, East and West, slightly different in approach. Um, but what we've noticed is, you know, sort of culturally, as we talk to different lighting designers, um, it, it's more about sort of approach to life, isn't it? Yeah. So especially uh, South America is a really good example. Earlier this year, we were part of a a, a, a they call it an encounter, an encounter, an encounter oh, yeah, yeah. in Uruguay, and um, it all ended with a plenary session where everyone talked about what they'd learned and how much they'd mm -hmm. enjoyed it. And there was lots of crying. It was, it was very, very emotional. evangelical, oh, wow. um, yeah. because and and their sort of their passion is uh, sort of warm, very openly. Sounds like a counselling yeah. session. Yeah, no, no, it, was, it, was, it was. It was totally amazing. A it was sort session. of like um, I came away feeling so sort of wow. Um, but obviously in the UK, mm. if we finished a conference, we'd all just go home and have a cup of tea. There'd be right. no sort of emotional We would exchange. talk about it. No. So yeah. I, culturally, the differences with yeah. I think approaches, there's a, a very common. Yeah. I think the one thing that differs or ch is, is the differential is the maturity of the market that people are wor sure. working sure. in. So some people have got to approach things differently because their market... Yeah isn't ready to support mm. fear and in independent mm. light and design totally. Sometimes what's a bit of it. Sometimes that the client's yeah. approach to lighting is a yeah. lot more ruthless than right, yeah. in other areas where you get very educated clients that see the benefits straight away. We're, we're meeting a lot of people, especially for women in lighting, who are working in countries where they may be the only lighting signer. So right. they're just starting. So oh, okay. the ambassador for, ambassadors for the project in Pakistan there's two young women who have literally gone back to Pakistan and said, we're going to start our own company. Mm -hmm. And um, within the first few weeks of them doing that, they've been on national television in Pakistan. Whoa. And they have a, a yeah. meeting with a, um, sort of a, one of the ministers of um, the, the, really the nice. parliament yeah. to say how important lighting design is. Right. And that. So 
they're taking from all everybody that's right. more established around the world and yeah. saying, right, we're bringing it to our country. But at the moment, it's just two of them. But I think there's also one of the things that you bring to the party is you, you create inspiration and motivation for people by, by these events. We hope so. We try to. But. It's, it's also to my, to my blogs and, and, and also what we're doing is I talk. People read things and you never know what people pick up. Yeah, and I think yeah, yeah. the gratifying thing is sometimes I come across people say, "Oh, you know what you said then and then, or what yeah. you guys did then." And it's nice to hear have that feedback. Absolutely, yeah, it makes and, it and, pain and, uh, yeah. So, um, what's in store for the future after women in lighting? Or is that uh, well, something the, that will still the things on our secret list we can't tell you about? Uh, there's yeah. no project in the making. I know you've done, you've done Perfect Light 2 and you're starting your, your tree uh, of lighting design. There are some strange projects, but they have they will remain secret until we reveal them. Oh, you, right. you can be the first to know. We'll let you know. But just not now. We'll give you not a heads now. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the um, International Lighting Design family tree is obviously going to be quite consuming once that gets so yeah. going. Yeah. We've already had nearly 300 people sign up and submit their details and we've literally only promoted it twice yeah quite an interesting journey after 40 years yeah, <laughs> yeah you're going to be difficult we might have enough string <laughs> yeah well, i was born in holland french mother moved to singapore office in china and australia so yeah yeah you've got everything going on all right, let's uh, round up. Thanks very much for, for this chat. Thank uh, you. I think we're off to a little party at uh, Attitude. Thank you very much for this chat. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Good to see you.